Good evening, everyone. Good morning and good afternoon. Which part of the world are you watching us from? Do comment in the chat box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode three, season two of Stories of Opportunity, with your host and coach Aditya Sisodia. Today we have got a very special guest with us. I would be introducing about our guest in a little while. For the people who have just joined us, don't forget. to put in the chat box if it's linkedin if it's facebook if it's youtube we would like to welcome you just type it in the chat box from where you are joining us what all questions do you have for the people who are joining us for the first time a bit about me i'm a former insurance consultant turned recruiter turned trainer and currently i'm an executive coach and in this show we bring in change makers who are creating a positive impact on the society in our today's episode we have got one such special guest before i introduce him i would request all of you to do join us don't forget to like share and subscribe to our channel without further ado i would be introducing our speaker Good evening, Prakash, and welcome to Stories of Opportunity with Coach Sisodia. Good evening, Aditya. How are you? Pleasure to be on your show. It's my pleasure to host you. It has been long since I wanted to introduce you on our episode and help people learn from you as much as I learn. Oh, thank you, thank you, and it's my pleasure and honor to be on your show. Likewise. So, uh, a bit about Prakash. and prakash i would request you afterwards please do add in if i miss anything so prakash is sure. a alumni of iit delhi and i am ahmedabad he started out with gillet as, as their regional manager afterwards he uh, opened his impact hr consulting services which helps in recruitment hiring resume writing and other services and recently he is one of the founding partners and director on career for sure which is aimed towards training and development of individual organization of undergrads postgraduates to the cxo level prakash i'll request you to please share a bit more about yourself yeah a couple of things uh, first is i am a bombayite born brought up in bombay although i studied outside bombay most of my career I studied in IIT Delhi 7075 I'm a dinosaur by that standards secondly I studied immediately after that I am Ahmedabad 77 pass out and those were the days as I keep on saying were not the type of uh, facilities and opportunities youngsters have today those days it was what I would call a bhed chal my aim in life was really to join a institute called VJTI because it was next to my house it's okay. a leading institute in engineering but everyone that time 69 was planning to go to iit i didn't know what is iit so finally appeared for the so called now joint entrance exam got into iit okay sailed through iit delhi four years fifth year i was very keen on taking up a job in one of the major engineering companies i did get a job but that was a time everyone was applying for mba i didn't know really what is management all about so appeared for the management exam fortunately got into all the three institutes i got into iim ahmedabad iim calcutta and finally i after i joined iim ahmedabad one month later i got a also admission offer from jamnalal bajaj in bombay those were the three premier institutes those days so mm-hmm. touchwood i got it and anyway there's no going back i think it was right decision right choice um, first job really was with a english company called madra coats 
they used to call themselves the thread makers to the world it's a british company used to be located in glasgow when i went to glasgow in 2004 i found it doesn't exist over there anymore although now it exists in india but it doesn't exist in the parent company where it started up from that was a good learning ground for me and learned a lot about sales management administration marketing the works essentially and it used to be a monopoly virtually it used to be the leaders in india but still despite being a leader very down to earth very simple we heard learned things a very hard way i worked in the godown i have lifted cartons placed cartons that's how the training was for 6 months was wow. in administration literally sat on vans and gone and distributed threads to dealers all over the city in bombay and lift cartons led a team that's how you learn the hard way that's the british style and the american style of working you start from the bottom and then you grow up next was assignment to gillet uh, great assignment was among the first four people and in, uh, in the sales and marketing team to launch gillet in india it was way back in 86 great experience set up gillet operations interacted with the senior management global who flew down to india in the private jet to launch gillet around august september of 86 after that i joined lalbai group 3 and 1/2 years worked with them as a head of sales and marketing so although i am into recruitment now but my uh, initial grounding was in sales and marketing with the result whatever i do in recruitment also bring a fair amount of perspective to uh, of sales and marketing to the recruitment business it's good journey we finished 25 years in november 2019 of impact hr services and uh, september 2020 we started a new company careers for sure we are nine partners aimed at training and mentoring youngsters and working professionals that's the aim training youngsters college students and then working professionals to have all the facilities and coaching and mentoring which we never had in our days 70 75 77 we used to just follow whoever is the leader we followed them no here we want to create leaders ourselves they should do things that they are now aim to do destined to do but with great amount of guidance you also coach you know how it works and here we are in the times of difficulty in uh, i would say so called covid days yes we did start a new company it was a challenge when things are closing down we started a new company i have great aims great ambitions and hopefully we should do well back to you aditya thank, thank you so uh, prakash with your permission we have got a 30 seconds commercial for career for sure may i just show it to our viewers sure most welcome okay uh, so i'll just be rolling the intro of our career for show and here it is Prakash, I just want to tell our viewers about the surprise we have, the gift hamper, which is uh, there by our sponsors and also courtesy Career for Show. So, ladies and gentlemen, in our every episode, for our few active participants who ask us the most quality and participate the most, we have got some gift from them. So, in our today's episode, we have got seven giveaways. Three oh. gift have been sponsored by Career for Show and. I'll be coming over to that 
let me hold on to that surprise for a bit prakash would be telling you more about it once i complete uh our outreach partner mithas services which is a digital platform which helps you with your photography and all your digital marketing needs has a specialized gift for you then we have uh, got a gift from prachi garg who is an author and finally career for sure has a special gift for you you would be getting a consultation call for them number 1 number 2 you would be getting a psychometric assessment number 3 resume tips number 4 linkedin makeover hack isn't that great prakash i'll request you to please tell whoever would be our winner towards the end of the show what can they expect in this package from career for sure oh they can expect a lot as uh, i have just mentioned to you we are in the i would say um, philosophy of helping youngsters helping professionals so first thing a personal has to do if one has to build up their career and the topic of today is success in life mantras for success in life first thing that you need to do is have a good goal and a good aim in life our role is first to give you an appraisal of your resume you need to be very clear what your career is all about we guide you what type of strengths you have these emerge from the psychometric assessment and we have a team of good educationists and psychologists who will guide you where your core strengths are in terms of your capabilities and in terms of your uh, i would say behavioral skills based on that we help you make a good resume but first we need to evaluate your resume so the freebie and the gifts that we offering is first a free career counseling and psychometric assessment where your strengths lie then give you assessment of your current resume help you also to optimize and make a good linkedin profile for that we give you a free evaluation of your current uh, linkedin profile so essentially the first step will be for us to give you a good evaluation about your strengths personal strengths about your current resume and about your linkedin of what it stands and how it is uh, now as of today great so prakash i have a follow up question because these are the questions which i commonly get from people tell us a bit about what exactly is psychometric and why should anyone take psychometric see the unfortunate terminology psychometric is a bit uh, misleading and people wonder whether i'm going to a psychiatrist or a psychologist and I, is there anything wrong with me no there's nothing wrong with you idea is everyone has a own makeup of strengths and behavioral strengths and skills idea of the psychometric is to on a dispassionate basis evaluate where your strengths are because what happens in life is you get carried away by your dna by your environment if someone wants to get into a sales job you say i also want to get into a sales job are you really made out to be a sales person this is what the psychometric test will evaluate where are your strengths in terms of your mental makeup emotional makeup where exactly do you really fit in and then you should build a career based on that evaluation rather than going on the basis of uh, what someone else is doing no evaluate your own strengths and then build your career on that that is the key to success okay and uh, prakash how early or when is the right time to go in for a psychometric assessment i would say the earlier the better again i relate to our days and today's days in our days also we used to have in our class a lot of people in iit who had already decided in their career that okay end of my career at the age of those days of course retirement ages were earlier 55 i want to be the ceo of this particular company even when they entered iits that came with a clear plan that they are going to be ceo of that company and they worked towards it they had a goal and they worked towards it today in fact things are even better 
at the school level from 7th and 8th standard people do start getting awareness about what they want to do in life because of i think the social media because of lot of information is available people already has started uh, coming to some form of a clear idea where they should be going in life so the earlier you get the psychometric test the better it is to validate your own ambitions whether they are in sync with what your capabilities are and then build your career on that in fact to go one step further right or wrong i am no one to judge on it i had heard of you know various uh, coaching institutes in kota for coaching you on admissions to iit they started recruiting and selecting students for coaching in the 8th and 9th standard so by 8th and 9th standard even 4 years before you really are eligible to apply for the joint entrance exam people had already enrolled for getting trained into the how to crack the je it's a bit too early but you need to know by 6th and 7th standard at the earliest what should be your area where you should be focusing your future life on okay now uh, prakash since you mentioned about the kota example uh, because we have a young dynamic audience among us many of them are pursuing their management or many of them have started working there is this common notion if i'm good in a subject definitely i would be good in that chosen line of work and that career also like if i'm scoring good in maths i should become an engineer or if i'm good in science it is better that i become an engineer or a doctor or the common notion so how does psychometric supports or break this notion no you might be good in your particular functional skill okay good in maths and all but just because mm-hmm. you are good in maths doesn't mean you will be a good engineer you need to have many mm-hmm. more other skill sets in your basket before you can really become success so even if you are good in maths there are many other opportunities and avenues in career that are available a psychometric mm-hmm. test will help you evaluate where exactly even in the good knowledge of maths you can go in life you can be a good financial wizard also good financial analyst you need not be because of maths only an engineer so there are various opportunities available psychometric assessment will give you the road path which is the right avenue for you to pursue even with your existing strengths in terms of faculties in terms of maths and physics or whatever it is excellent excellent so uh, prakash now we have got our audience uh, let's yeah. make it interactive for our audience what questions do you want our audience to address to you easy questions what all topics okay. easy questions okay. <laughs> our no. audience is very friendly and very humble they won't corner you in any manner no. so what can audience expect in today's session what are the three areas on which you would be sharing your experience because it's a young audience what i would like to help them out and address the queries is where they are in their life today what exactly do they want from their life from their career that's one because throughout the 25 years in my company we have guided about more than 100000 professionals so i would be keen on answering any question related to their careers re- relating to what they view as a future or how do, they should go about currently to shape up their career and future and what sh- should be the long term goal of the people where they should Uh, look for in terms of the career in terms of success in terms of happening and mm-hmm. happiness yeah so i'm open to fielding any questions uh, related to them and if there's anything beyond this two or three aspects which i talked to i'll be happy to address excellent excellent so ladies and gentlemen our host and our speaker for the day prakash is encouraging you to ask any question be it your job be it your career be it your work life balance be it compensation be it about your interest anything you can ask because we have invited prakash and i'm proud to say prakash is 
one of our most senior most uh, guest on our platform and it is a pleasure hosting him the kind of experience he has so prakash the questions are rolling in uh, sure. so first thing uh, nitya from career from show team has written that psychometric a scientific and logical approach to decision making thank you nitya for doing this so next question we have got from one of our uh, participants via youtube they have written is there and i'll just display it, is there any best or ideal time in life to take psychometric test does it have to be early stages of study and i would just like to add how frequently should one go in for such assessment is it once in a lifetime or is there some frequency after so many months or years no i think first is yes one the first one you should do it early in your career in your lifetime maybe at the age of 10 or 12 years that should start you off essentially but at every major potential milestone in your life and your career it makes better sense to have a test done it's not a very expensive one it costs a minimum but it helps you to again get that confidence in yourself and get the direction which direction you should be going to so maybe if your first is at your graduation at school level then graduation at the college level just before you are planning to get into a career whether the next course whether you should be doing a post graduation or taking up a job at every turn in your career you should ideally get a psychometric test done and i just wanted to ask you like there are so many assessment available which assessment should one decide before investing in these tools no you should look at what works for you because there's a whole battery of tests that are available it should be something that is suitable to your evolution in life to at what stage of your career you are look for the test that will meet the again give you the answers for the type of questions that you have in mind there are some very very advanced tests which are more aimed at leaderships no not at that level initial career selection test or initial test in terms of assessing your skills and capabilities would be the right one basic test but gives you a 360 degrees appraisal of your capabilities would be the right test i would suggest they should consult two or three i would say Uh, psychologists or uh, career guides to evaluate which are the best tests available for them at that particular stage in the market and go for that okay now prakash i have a question on this because you also know this thing very well when it comes to getting any uh, degree or any tangible thing people readily swipe their cards or people force their parents i want this thing i won't name any organization but we can see ad where as young as one year old you can enroll your kid into xyz program and there are so many ads which are brainwashing parents into this thing that if you do not get this done for your kid your kid won't be successful in life okay so what is your thought on that and even for students because uh, the number one thing which i come across is, especially with management student is they have done it under parent pressure and societal pressure and going in for a psychometric is a very risky rather than risking their 2 years or 4 years or even 6 years of their academic life so what is your thought around no i would still feel you'll have to bite the bullet in any case because you may have got into an mba institute because of parental pressure or because of peer pressure whatever it is it still makes better sense at this stage to course correct if there's anything going wrong in your career rather than jumping into it post an mba taking up a job not being happy and again going back in life it makes better sense to 
do a mid course correction if things are not the way they should be as per your strengths and as per your career makeup and mental makeup so i would feel yes maybe i have to bite the bullet maybe you may have to talk to your parents that okay you have done mba maybe some two years are gone or some money has been spent but at least you have learned something in that any anyway, management education management information you'll always uh, use in your life irrespective of which career or whatever career path you take so does it make a difference yes it's better to be realistic evaluate yourself and then take the right path at that instant of time i would not say that two years is a waste of time or money but yes that's the right time to do a correct evaluation of where you should be going after that Ideally, you should have done the psychometric before you got into MBA. But now that you have got into MBA, yes, it makes sense that you do a course correction immediately if uh, things are not as per what really your intrinsic strengths are. Okay, thank you, uh, Prakash. Now, next question I have is from Rakesh, and this is one question which I was always curious about asking you, uh, Rakesh. uh question is that after management experiences with multinational and indian organizations such as port viala limited jilith uh, lal bhai group why or what is the reason you decided to get into hr consulting this is the simplest of the questions i'm happy with such questions <laughs> okay <laughs> okay there are two aspects to it one you have to realize that irrespective of which career you are in even if you are a doctor even if you are a lawyer hr plays a very very important role in your career because it's all about relationships and you will be engaging relationships with various people even if you are a doctor you will be leading a team you will be interacting with the patients you will be running administration over there so hr does become very important even otherwise second thing is all through my career i have spent 17 years building organizations even though I was in sales I was building organizations first time in a career when I started off even way back in 78 helped set up an office for my company Madhra Coats uh, and that was based in Indore finally took over as a sales manager of the entire MP region that time then came to Bombay and helped set up another office for them in suburban Bombay and coincidentally took over as the head of the suburban Bombay as a sales manager for that third is essentially uh, when i was in jilet i helped set up a full organization for them they recruited all the people i was the regional sales manager then promoted as general sales manager helped recruit the entire team north west and south india after that i joined as someone has mentioned yes lalbai group revamped the entire organization set up 14 offices uh, set up and recruited a lot of people for them all types of people sales logistics administration all that with the result when i wanted to start something on my own and i had reached the peak of my career as a, they said the glass ceiling nothing more to look forward at that stage those days the salaries were controlled by the government of india it's not open like what it's today you can get any amount of money there i don't know what was the limit that time 11000 rupees a month you can't get anything more you have to get government permission to earn more than that i had reached the peak of my career i said now let me start off on my own and because i helped build organization build uh, branch offices set up organizations jilet in fact we set up the full organization i said that is my strength it's better to be associated with professionals and hr consulting and more recruitment gave me opportunity of interacting with professionals like minded professionals so that's what i decided to be into hr consulting i have been very passionate about it enjoyed every minute the last 25 years i was also the chairman of the recruiters association for a number of stints three or four two year stints i'm very happy i think that was a good decision getting into hr consulting and no looking back on that excellent thank you for sharing this 
because this is something which pe- people are like is it that easy to switch from one company to another company and start on your own and you shared a very proper thing that there was capping there were rules and regulation in the past today they are much more conducive yes so yeah, we have Please. 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 No, no, Prakash, please, please. No, you asked one very interesting question. Is it possible or is it feasible for people to switch companies? In fact, I have seen in my career and my life, people have switched industries. There is one very well-known case of a very senior engineer. He was a CEO of a very well-known engineering multinational company. He switched and took over a role as a CEO of a software company. Now you can imagine where engineering companies and where software companies among the world's largest software companies. And he did an extremely good job as a CEO for the Indian operations. So what is really required at that stage is, yes, as they say even in today, skills are important, but more important is the attitude. So you have a positive attitude, attitude to learn things, be agile mentally, have resilience and have the capability and capability of picking up new things. That's very, very important. If you have these basic intrinsic skills, and this incidentally also gets evaluated in the psychometric test, it help you evaluate where your real core strengths are. If you have that, then I don't see any real problem switching across, not only organizations, switching across industries. Wow. Talk and change, absolutely. I have seen another one, he was the head of uh, sales of an electronics company, went and became the CEO of an agrochemicals company. Now, where's electronics, where's agrochemicals? And this I'm talking about long back, 10, 15, 20 years back. And today the mobility is very wide. In fact, if you know, FMCG has been the, I would say, mothership from which a lot of industries have got talent. Companies like Unilever, Asian Paints are the academia from which most of the new services industries have gained. First, it was the banking sector, the telecom sector, now the retail, e-commerce. All these people, the talent have been drawn essentially from FMCG companies. So, switching industries is not really a major, major issue. You have to have the right mindset and that perseverance and willpower to wow. stay through the entire thing to succeed. Excellent. And talking about which mobility you just mentioned, we have got next question from Nitish Kumar Jha. Uh, and I'll just display it. Nitish is saying that when you are recruiting candidate, what factors are you looking for into a candidate and how do you select the right candidate at the right time? Very, very good question. Very intelligent question. As I said, one of the key factors of uh, selection, in fact, there are two. One is the person has to have the right skills. Second thing, person has to have the right attitude. And today's world where technology is evolving and new industries are coming up and new technologies are coming up very very frequently it's very difficult to get a person of that particular skill available like blockchain is now quite popular you don't get any people trained in blockchain same thing data sciences so you have to make that transition have to have the mental agility to make that transition so what we try to assess in the person either directly through our own judgmental and subjective evaluation and through again psychometric testing is how capable is he of mentally making that switch from one uh, stream to another that's one two is what is his attitude is he got a very strong positive attitude willingness to learn if he's got that then the companies are willing to invest in terms of training these people but he has to have the basic mindset yes of course if there's a person from the same domain and he's done well in his career in that particular domain that person will obviously get a slight edge over the other person so uh, prakash i had a question out here you had mentioned skill and attitude 
what i see and uh, one of the common question when i come across interacting with working professional and senior professional is they say oh we just saw this course on uh, data analytics ai bitcoin and others and we are going to jump into this cloud computing and things like that and they are just doing it because they are jumping on the bandwagon what would you suggest like just moments back we just discuss about the power of advertisement where people are getting brainwashed and courtesy advertisement people are just doing without even realizing because i have had cases where people invested lakhs in a course or a training and later on they were stuck they were saying that aditya it's like a golden handcuff where we cannot get out because we are so much used to the package now and we do not know what else to do so what are your thoughts on that how should a person mentally prepare themselves before jumping on a trend or getting brainwashed by the peer competition see among the earliest trends i saw this would be about 15 20 years back was when sap was spreading all over the world erp and sap that is the first time that people suddenly it became the flavor of the season everyone wants to get a training and a lot of institutes came up mushroom good bad the quality of the institutes are always suspect they spent those days way back in 2000 early 2000 more than 4 and 5 lakhs i know a lot of people who left their job one or two years they enrolled for these courses and wanted to get some certification sap to get a job that will give them double or triple their salaries some of them did get a good job and uh, they grew but a lot of them burned their fingers collapsed and with the result that not only they had burnt out 3 or 5 lakhs in the process they have lost 2 uh, years of salary opportunities and then they are left without a job it affected them their family their morale everything so yes new technologies will keep on coming in and now at a faster speed than ever before if you have got data sciences you have cyber security you have many other new blockchain new technologies coming up first you should again coming back as you always say psychometric try to evaluate whether you have really that capability to take up such a course and at a particular stage in your career because you have a family a certain commitments in terms of financial and other things at this stage is it a wise decision to go in for a new course yes it might be the flavor of the season people are in huge demand today data science if you are changing a job you get 50 or 60% increase in your salary current salary which you may not get as a normal production manager or hr manager you might get 20% so it's very tempting but first get a evaluation done with a consultant someone who is specialist in that particular domain understand what is required what all you have to contribute and also sacrifice in terms of time family time to study the course and other things are you mentally made up and uh, having the capabilities of that if you feel yes it is there and you have done enough homework and research and found out that this is genuinely the place you want to be and it has a reasonable long term i would say uh, presence yes you should make the transition definitely yes but do a good independent evaluation consult people there are a lot of people willing to give you advice provided you seek the right person and seek the right advice get the right advice understand the dynamics and what is it that involves in terms of time in terms of career and money and what are the prospects after one or two years when you are passing out of that if it makes sense please please you should go ahead with that course i know one particular person recently she had approached us for resume writing she is doing well in data sciences and engineer 10 to 12 years experience at the same time she still wanted to upgrade her skills and she was willing to spend about maybe close to a lakh over a 5 or 6 months period to get advanced skills in data sciences there it made sense because she's already in data science working as a good multinational company 
she would have to yes uh, spend a lot of time compromise on the family time and other things maybe two or three hours every evening to do the course but it's a value addition and a skills enhancement to her current employment it makes huge sense but if someone was not there someone was in let's say a finance job and he wants to get straight into data sciences those things are a bit difficult maybe opportunity but difficult there should be some closeness to what your existing skills are that makes it very easy to make the transition yes so prakash i'll take over the next question from a viewer upendra rathor who has joined us from uh, youtube and i would also add to what upendra is saying upendra question is and i'll just display it why 90% people fail even when they are very serious and are having passion towards their goal this is one part that why majority of the people fail even when they are passionate about their goals and second thing which is just a follow up where you cited the data science sap and other things why is that people are serious and committed towards investing a huge chunk of money towards a certification program or towards those tangible things but not serious or invested towards investing in a one on one consultation with a career coach career mentor or a career consultant i would like to know your views around this no the second one i'll answer first and that's really a sad part of it and especially i think in india we become as they say i should not be saying it but uh, fact remains penny boys pound foolish we want to save that 1000 or 2000 rupees even in our resume writing we come across very senior professionals they would negotiate and bargain against 12000 they want 9 and 10000 but they have to understand that in 2000 rupees is even less if they go to a mall that evening they'll spend more than 2000 but when it comes to career they want to show that they made a wise decision by trying to negotiate with you and reduce your price by 1000 2000 rupees what really you should be looking for is the quality that you're getting and if you are looking at jumping a job from 50 lakhs to 70 lakh salary at 20 lakhs annual increase you are negotiating for 2000 rupees and 1000 rupees that is where i think we go wrong and we take short term decisions trying to sh- uh, save some money and few pennies but long term it could be counterproductive to your career same thing when upendra is asking 90% people fail even when they are serious yes they may be serious they will have passion but whether they have the right skills for that particular job that is very very important second thing is how are they getting adjusted to that particular organization because you might be the most brilliant person on earth for that particular function your own mental makeup your attitude how you relate to the team how do you relate to your seniors peers in that company also make a lot of difference and they are very crucial to deciding whether you're going to be a success or a failure so it is a combination all along in your life in terms of technical skills and your behavioral skills you have to have very very strong technical skills if you have that chances of failure because of technical reasons may not exist but chances of failure would be there in terms of you willing and ability uh, your ability to adjust to a new organization to the new dna system how well you are able to cope up with that that makes a lot of difference so if you are having both uh, good skills and a good ability to get along with a new team i see that balance 10% you would succeed you will not fail most of the failures happen because of the mismatch in one of these two either skills or the attitude or third of course is your interpersonal relationships Uh, now prakash a follow up question around this thing how should a person decide budget now let me just break down budget time money energy 
how much time should a person invest on upskilling on his attitude adjustment on his or her interpersonal skill and say uh, same is for how much money because this is something like you just mentioned a person is at 20 lakh rupees and they bargain for 2000 people are like this i can blindly enroll in a program but i am not comfortable investing in a professional unless it's life threatening because prakash one of the things which you would agree people only come to career coaches career mentors career consultant only when they have a sword hanging on top of their head at the 11th hour so what would you suggest a person can do in order to be mentally prepared for their career journey not for their job but for their career because i feel every job is temporary and career is a marathon yes absolutely no there are various dimensions various aspects of what you have asked uh, first thing is in normally our understanding is that you go to a doctor when things go wrong if there is a ailment then only you go to a doctor as uh, normally you would say you should get yourself checked up every year every 6 months why do you have to go when there is a problem as they say in even in hindi there is a muhavara and dohra दुख में सुमरन सब करे सुख में करे कोई ना अगर सुख में सुमरन करे दुख आए हो सो इफ यू रिमेंबर ऑलमाइटीट who mentor you throughout your particular job and your stint and their lifetime they will coach you for 3 years and 5 years it's not that you are gone to them if you are having any problem but they are alter ego they guide you they consult you they are there to help you out even when things are going well when you want to go to the next level they guide you like and this is there with every professional you are also a coach that's one even sachin tendulkar i don't think he would have been there where he is if he didn't have a coach coach was unassuming very simple it's not necessary that you'll always do uh, perform less than the coach the coach expects you like arjuna to do better than what you, the coach was done his role is to guide you and mentor you and take you to the next step so always it makes great immense sense to have a good career coach to counsel you mentor you at every stage even if you're at a stage of making career transition changing a job makes sense getting the advice of a person so that the next job takes off like a rocket you don't have any initial adjustment problems and onboarding problems so one yes coach should be considered at any instant of time and throughout like your family doctor you consult him throughout your life over 20 30 years you don't change doctors mid course so same thing with coaches they are like your career doctors you have to be associated with them be frank be open bounce off lot of ideas they are your alter ego they are your mirror whatever the problems you are having if you discuss with them they will try to find solutions and leave you with the enough time to go ahead and do your work and he'll take the time to find solutions for you how much you should pay a coach very difficult to say very very subjective but good coaches don't come cheap they do charge because you have to pay for their experience they pay for the time and do you know in india india is of course a country of contrast globally you become a recruitment consultant after you have retired maybe as a ceo or the cxo of a large corporation maybe like exxon or general motors you retire and then you become a recruitment consultant and a career counselor in india you become a recruitment consultant immediately after you have passed your ssc exam or 12th standard exam 
you are given a job and you become a recruiter and you say i am a recruitment consultant so that's uh, i would say short changing everything in life and that's why our people over here want to cut corners and cut costs and other things the real good coach will be qualified will be experienced will have had great achievements in his life and then give you the counseling and coaching which he has built up over his life over 20 30 years so those people come expensive you cannot negotiate with a bypass surgeon okay other one is charging 2 lakhs why are you charging 25 lakhs no he'll tell you go go and get it done at 2 lakhs and then come to me after so every good professional yes you have to evaluate their capabilities have got their i would say uh, costs involved after all if he's performing a bypass on you and charging you 25 lakhs there are some skills that he has which others don't have there are people available are charging 1 lakh for a bypass also why don't you negotiate go and negotiate with a doctor he is charging 25 and you are charging 1 lakh why the difference and all you don't whereas when it comes to coaches and all you start negotiating which is not the right attitude respect them for what they are and they'll give you the best what they are capable of after all every coach's ambition is to see that his mentee outperforms the coach and grows in life that is real professional coaching so i have a question with shovik uh, i'll just display it in a nutshell shovik is asking and i'll just display it on the screen shovik is asking when is the time when you decide to take that leap of faith like this is my call this is something which i always wanted to do in my life i really want to understand from shovik where is he in his career right now what stage of his career is it and what leap of faith is he talking about that will help me to give him a more i would say broader answer to what he's looking for a more valid answer so so i'll just share a bit about how much i know about shovik shovik is a management first semester student he's good in uh, creativity he's good in uh, clicking picture captioning them he's a very creative person so and his response also say with so many resources so many opportunity it becomes overwhelming at times that should i take this should i take that is this the right time like one of the things which we have seen in a management school or even among working professional what is the skill should i focus on should i focus on networking should i focus on upgrading my uh, technical skill or should i invest on applying to job so how does one person decide where to invest time and how does one person decide that okay this is the thing for me i should make this my aim in life see uh it depends on where you are if you are let's take a hypothetical case if you are an engineering student and you have four years to go to complete your engineering it's a long time four years that's a time every year understand the various subjects that are being taught do a lot of reading now there's a lot of information download on the net try to understand what are the various opportunities i have known a lot of people even after the second and third year of engineering they have suddenly decided engineering was never the field for them and they've gone out and become extra i would say established celebrities in their own life after engineering and there are so many people one can name and there are people who excelled in politics like manohar parikar there are people who excelled in economics jairam ramesh there are so many of them all iitians they have gone beyond iits and all so as shovik is rightly saying there are plethora of opportunities these opportunities will keep on coming throughout your life what you do at that particular instant of time if you are passing out of engineering what you really want to do is be very serious third and fourth standard you get a lot of opportunities of interacting with the faculty a lot of opportunities of interacting with external professionals in various streams use your time in iit or in any engineering 
wherever you are second third standard trying to understand what are the possibilities available to you after you complete your engineering by the third and fourth year in your college you should have come to a greater understanding of what really are you looking for in fact i am also associated now with iit delhi trying to work out how to improve employability of iit students so there it's very essential that students become serious from the year 1 because what normally we do in life is okay pehle engineering mein admission milana okay now your job is done now you can relax for next two or three years till the next hurdle comes the fourth year when it comes to job time no you have to be serious this is the time you have to make your career any decisions anything you take at this time or this phase of your career will have a long term bearing on your entire future you have to be serious yes play while you play work while you work definitely take that time be serious about evaluating what are your course options career options it's very possible after third year you might decide i don't want to be an engineer okay you'll finish engineering because you have invested 3 years after that you may go off to economics you might go to mba whatever it is but be very clear same thing if you're an mba or if you're doing a, let's say a post graduation in your own field like if you're doing a chartered accountancy try to understand what are the opportunities available even while you're doing articleship an internship in chartered accountancy there are various fields available you could be a finance manager you could be a banker you could be a m and a specialist even in that there are huge huge opportunities available so use your time to invest in learning anything that you learn and evaluate that will have a great bearing on your ability to decide what you want to do post completing your graduation studies and post taking up your career wherever you are in fact that evaluation should go on even beyond having taken up a job because even after taking up a job you should invest certain you are talking about time certain part of your time i would say at least 15 to 20% of your time total waited time throughout a month in upskilling yourself even if you have got a great job in the city banks of the world or i would say flipkarts and walmarts of the world and all that even after that you should spend your time upskilling i have seen so many cases being in this profession person who has done uh, engineering and there's one particular case we came across one year back he's done his engineering then uh, from a good engineering college then he did his mtech from iit i'm one of the iits after that he worked for 7 8 years with good engineering companies larsen and tubro and all after that he took a break for one year and he's done his uh, executive management program with iim bangalore after that again wow. he's gone back to career so you'll always be interfacing and interpersing and uh, your work and your education now whether you are going to study parallelly while you're working or you want to take a break for 6 months one year do that mdp program edp program again back back to the main course that's up to you and how you get your coach to evaluate you what you should be doing but yes you should definitely be upskilling yourself throughout your life and one more classic case if i have the time to tell you your ambition in life should never end it should go up to the last the day your aspirations ambitions in life come to an end i think then that's the end of the thing entire thing you should always be ambitious want to have a goal have grow in life be positive one very interesting case i came across uh, this was quoted very widely in uh, uh, whatsapp and other groups one gentleman i think he was in orissa he wanted to be a doctor when he was studying he didn't get admission for whatever reasons because of family background money not available all. so he didn't do his medicine he took up a government job and all he's retired now at the age of 60 he's applied for admission in a medical college Orissa government has given him a special permission to get admitted at the age of 60 and now he's studying medicine. Yes, I saw that news. 30 35 years after that 
he did his full career he has children they all settled in fact his daughter i believe is a dentist now he's studying to be a doctor so ambition and your know, life and what you want to do in life never ends you can always go on upskilling go on performing and enjoy life ultimately life is meant to be enjoyed whatever you are doing do with a positive do it with your heart enjoy what you are doing and aim high achieve high get a good coach as i keep on saying get a good mentor evaluate yourself consistently over every milestone and aim to achieve as simple as don't give up anywhere in between there are a lot of i would say difficulties and uh, upheavals will come in your life and your career don't be bothered about that have that mission have that goal and aim and aim towards that it's not easy even sachin tendulkar if he is a master blaster or whatever he is right now it didn't come very easy it took a lot of struggle this uh, amount of time he put in the amount of sacrifices he made that is enormous we only see the success story we don't see the efforts and the pain that go beyond the success yeah so i have a follow up question on this by nitish nitish mentioned that you attended your class after 45 years how was the feeling is good it's very very amazing absolutely and mentally you have to have the agility to go back in time be a youngster still 45 years yes and you feel that the, when you are interacting with the people they are uh, much younger to you maybe younger than your own children so it but it's good 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 to go back in time good to interact with the faculty some of them are still there or and go back to the class and start learning again that is a i think a dream that comes true very rarely but it does come true yes that is definitely really enjoyed in fact first time we ever banked, went back to institute was 2000 when we completed 25 years of passing out wow. that was a great great experience we were 90 of us out of batch of 180 and those are not the days of uh, social media and all some of and we are totally after i am 77 we passed out all of us had gone in different direction different parts of the world it was amazing that uh, before 2000 we got together 6 months before that worked out tried to contact through word of mouth references identified people someone was sitting in brazil someone was sitting in usa canada brought them all together 90 of us met with our spouses in amdabad that was great and the second one 40th we did it in goa in 2017 but that time wow. of course uh, the numbers went up substantially we were 135 including spouses wow. so it was good fun it's always good to go back in time and good to go back to your class where you started that's where you all started off from So I have another question from Poshali. Although Poshali is an MBA uh, first year grad, but I would like to also modify this question. We see many professional who are making a career transition or an industry or a job transition, and one of their common concern is, "I'm a fresh year when it comes to this role or to this opportunity. How can I have advantage when I'm switching?" Can you just phrase the question again? The fresher is okay, fine, okay. but whatever opportunity would one be looking okay. for? Like I'll share with you for especially for the professional with WorkX. Like we have seen industries like telecom which have gone down, oil and gas which has totally gone down because of the lack of projects, and there are other industries also where we are seeing a lot of layoff is happening. Like many of the organization have downsized their operations in India. So, in case of such professional who would like to switch, but they are having fear that they have got zero relevant experience. So, how can they make this or customize this uh, situation or their experience to their advantage 
so that the recruiter does not use this line that you are a fresher and harass them on the compensation yeah there are two ways of looking at it one is uh, not the question of no recruiter will harass anyone on compensation because uh, recruiters want a person to get a good job so their own income depends on the person getting placed that's a straight simple thing so we'll try our best to get a job for a person that is definitely the in thing lot of cases have come up recently because of covid a lot of people have lost mm-hmm. jobs and uh, they didn't know what to do and suddenly their careers just crash like you talk about the airlines industry you talk about hospitality and all there are no planes flying so what career will they have over there but yes mm-hmm. uh, they have gone through in fact some of them had done gone through even again the boy we started of psychometric assessment all trying to validate what exactly was their core competence was it just flying in the sky and being a cabin crew was that their real uh, intrinsic strength they realized over a period of time the intrinsic strength was yes ability to interact with people to service people to talk to people to guide people a lot of them made very interesting career switches they have gone into different industries where similar strengths were required some of them have gone into bpos and call centers also where the same strengths are required hospitality to some extent hospitals wherever they could use the same strengths and same skills they have got uh, i would say resettled at a relatively faster pace than those who didn't go through this extra mile of trying to evaluate themselves what they should be doing how they should be going about and they got i would say very sorry to say stuck where they were but if you are mentally agile and as i keep on saying now the new coin word is capability yes but capability you have to cope up with all the challenges and stresses that are happening in life and life is moving very very fast today the type of changes that we are seeing are absolutely sweeping changes no one would have expected anything like a covid i think no one has seen it in anyone existing on earth has never seen anything like covid today where it shattered everything your health your wealth your mental peace your family relationship everything all of us whoever are alive today it's the biggest achievement of a lifetime to have survived so these type of changes are going to happen more and more often may not be to the scale of a covid but things are going to be very very fast and companies have also realized that yes despite covid being there companies are growing a lot of companies and industries have shown tremendous growth in the top line and bottom line and uh, people are now also started getting used to working from home which might be become a regular feature working from remote or working from home a permanent feature so in these times you have to be mentally agile your skills are what will carry you forward yes your profession today you are essentially a maybe a airline crew maybe you are in the hospitality industry there are a lot of people who change their careers and become expert chefs there are a lot of people have started from home lot of small industries and surviving and growing maybe it's catering maybe servicing some type of a, a community but they are able to survive and grow and most of them are happy after that if they you ask them whether they want to go back to airlines i am not sure they'll go back flying again now i have two questions uh, one is an example to poshali like this is an excellent terminology which you use more more than capability or capability would you be able to adjust in that environment and i was just uh, going across this video there in thailand there is a person who was previously a pilot and today he is a chef uh you can go and watch this smash burger and you will see from a pilot turned chef he has a stall where he's selling these smash burgers and he's saying ki i don't see flying again for the next uh, few months or even an year or so so i decided to become a chef and explore this now my second question to you is it might amuse you you have seen 
Harshad Mehta scam, you have seen Lehman Brother collapse, and you have seen COVID. So, what would you like to tell to the viewers? Because for many people, COVID might be the first career crisis in their life. True. See, if uh, we are talking about success, there are three or four constituents and components of that success. One is, as they say, health. Most important, you have to be healthy to be successful. Second is wealth. You have to have some reasonable amount of funds. You need not be the richest person on earth, but you have to have some funds to be there for success. These are required. Third, what is required is a good relationship. Your family, your friend circle, and all the support group is most was important. Fourth is happiness. You have to be happy. Happy people are more likely to be successful. Now, if you are comparing those days of Harshad Mehta, there is big difference between 2020 and Harshad Mehta. Those days, yes, economically and 2008 crisis one has gone through, has been quite severe. World went through a recession and people lost their jobs that time also. I know a lot of people at that time, uh, every morning, picking up a briefcase and going out, showing to the family and the neighbor that he's going for work goes and sits in a restaurant, sits in a garden and comes back in the evening, showing that he's still employed. That social stigma to being without a job and being laid off was huge. But you didn't have problems at the relationship end. You didn't have problem at the health end. Yes, some problems and health may have happened because you were without a job, mental stress and other things would be there. But what happened in COVID and Corona 2020, it affected all aspects, all the four constituents. It affected health. A lot of people have got severely affected, either physically or mentally, in depressions and other things. Second thing is, a lot of people have lost jobs, salaries have been slashed, bonuses have been eliminated. You had huge commitment in terms of EMIs for your house. So all gone for a toss, absolutely. Third is relationship. You could not go out to meet your own relatives and friends. So it had a huge bearing. And fourth is, of course, it affected your happiness. You were at home. But even in this situation, between uh, 2008 and 20, 20 would have been a much more severe crisis than 2008 ever. But even in this, people have found their own calling. A lot of them have spent their time more interestingly with their own family, become closer to their family and all that. Although for slightly extended family, you can't go out to meet them. But you did come close. You started cultivating yourself in new activities, new hobbies while at home during the lockdown people uh, period, even if you had a job. But you were bound at home, you were working from home. So a lot of people have got into culinary, they have got into reading, they got into, I would say, music, art, poetry. So idea is whatever you are doing, you have to be, have a, I cannot use the word positive anymore. You have to have a positive attitude, may not be the other positive, but you have to have a positive attitude. Look at things, whatever is there and say, yes, it's a major crisis, no doubt, but it will also pass. Use that time intelligently and very, very, I would say, uh, wisely to strengthen your skills. This was the time, of course, as we started in the beginning, 2020 was the time when organizational closing down, we started careers for sure. This was the time I took up two or three new activities which I had never done in my life. Uh, like we started this uh, new business uh, resume writing and uh, LinkedIn optimization, we had not done. But we felt there's a big need for professionals. Our aim and role is to guide professionals. So we took it upon ourselves. In fact, even in our company, where companies in our industry, recruitment industry, slashed a lot of jobs, uh, cut down on salaries. In fact, as a company, we never asked anyone to leave. We never reduced the salary even by one rupee of any person. Yes, there would have been delays and all because April, June, there was no economy, there was no activity going on. But we 
went out of a way i now work almost 13 to 14 hours of a day at this age which i never done ever in my 45 years of career but just to see the companies going companies running and sustaining and okay i know the people there's no uh, assignments no mandates april june so it was a huge huge uh, outgoing of expenses no income coming into the company so one as a promoter as a owner of the company went through that extra mile to see the people in the company are not disturbed to the extent possible so that is the role of a leader that is the role of a manager to see the people are taken care of but coming back to your initial observation yes things will be in a upheaval mode at least 2021 is going to be throughout going to be very difficult i don't see anyone would have predicted the type of crisis us the most advanced nation in the world is going through currently so one can't expect or anticipate what is going to happen but internally if you are having your own capabilities your own strengths your own agilities and confidence in yourself and having a positive attitude these are the attributes that will take you through come high water come hell whatever it is you need to have a strong confidence in yourself be true to yourself know what your capabilities are and work out a good sensible game plan a goal for yourself go on revisiting your goals as you go along every one day every six days every month revisit map out what you started off to do and where you have reached now go on making adjustments take the help of people experts who are available in the field and continue your own journey things will improve as they say this too shall pass so uh, prakash i would be now taking in few questions where the topic haven't been repeated because we have got a plethora of questions and we are already 60 mark 60 minute mark cross okay now this is one of the question from naveen naveen says he is a prota- uh, protagonist but he is not interested in sales he is more inclined towards the financial world what should he do and just to add to this majority of the people are not comfortable with sales and when i share with them that by default 24/7 you are selling yourself be it to your spouse be it to your friends you are always selling on an idea now uh, how would you address this how can people polish their selling skill because it is the number one skill the negotiation skill or making sure that you get buy in how can people be mentally prepared and do not have this disdain towards sales uh, selling or sales profession yeah see this is a notion common notion in us indians that selling is something that uh, is not a great job and uh, it's not we are not cut out to be in fact the first time when i i got a shock in my life i passed out of i am and uh, i had gone to meet a relative and he saying okay what are you doing i said i have joined a mother company called madra coach okay what are you doing over there i am doing sales ye kaun sa job mila tumko ye kya hai job so generally yeah, i think things have not changed in 45 years is still the same question uh, what is this selling all about there are courses you know those are finance people this gentleman uh, navin wants to be in finance there are a lot of courses available finance for non finance managers there's a time was seriously considering think introducing a course sales for non sales managers because anything that you do in life you have to do selling even if you as you said selling to your wife selling to uh, if you are a doctor you have to get patients how do you get patients if you are a lawyer you have to get uh, some clients so ultimately you have to do some sort of a selling it's not that you know type of maverick type of selling which people do on trains that is not selling here it's very very intelligent selling in terms of understanding what is the value proposition what are you offering to a potential customer and why are you suitable for that and what qualification you have for what does your product 
features I have that you can sell it to the potential customer. That is the real selling in terms of uh, very intelligent pointing out your strengths and uh, I would say uh, capabilities of your services and product. That is selling. And you have to have selling because without selling even the most uh, I would say competent doctor on earth or lawyer on earth or anyone else even a financial person if he wants to be in the financial world he will have to do selling there are a lot of jobs maximum number of jobs in any bank and financial are in sales you talk to icsa bank every year they recruit i think about five or ten thousand sales people so and second thing is i know a lot of cases in fact this uh, again these things we come across on a daily basis yesterday i was talking to some senior candidate very very senior candidate and uh, he is in a very he's in the financial world incidentally he's working with one of the largest financial services organizations in the country and uh, very specialist function he is handling he's saying prakash i am going to be promoted now but next level i am supposed to be doing selling he's 45 years age maybe i don't know what type of money he's earning but uh, i am not interested i've never done selling in my life what do i do so this is very common there's a inherent fear that I am not capable of selling and all, which is I don't think very founded. You are more intelligent than the other person in terms of knowledge that you have. The other person is seeking to have information from you, how you are giving them the value for what you are talking about. And that's all that the conviction that is required. It's not rocket science, but it's general, I would say, approach in terms of scientifically and artistically, creatively approaching a person and giving a value proposition. That is all selling about. Excellent. So he need not so be worried about selling, and even if he has to go to financial world, I don't know what his uh, particular specialization and capabilities are. But wherever he is, uh, even in the financial world, even if he is a risk analyst or credit analyst or investment banker, ultimately even investment bankers have to make a pitch to potential clients. Exactly. So you can't go away from selling at all. Same thing like a finance. Even housewives at home make that kacha chetan keep dobi ka account and also. These are basic, I would say, skills one has to have. Whether it is HR, whether it is finance, whether it is selling, all this is required for you to be successful in your life. Even a religious guru, he has to have funds to run his ashram. He has to have disciples. Kaise laega ho? He has to sell his own. So what he is preaching has to be bought by someone. It's a huge marketing exercise. Now. I have got a question from Kali Prasad, and I'll give you a background of Kali Prasad. So, uh, Kali Prasad is a management student, uh, and he is also interested to join the armed forces. Now, we know and we have heard about SSB that they have the most robust assessment, be it psychometric or other kind of assessment. So, Kali wanted to know how predictable are the psychometric assessment. and how can they show that even when a person is interested in that field that person is not capable or capable to join that field because majority of the times we have seen that i'll talk from ssb because i have cleared ssb but i did not join it previously uh how can a person be mentally prepared because especially in armed forces where they have a grueling uh, two days five days screening conference and things like that so what would be your advice to kali because currently he is in his first year and simultaneously he is also preparing for ssb and in ssb it's purely whether you clear the assessments or not it can be on group discussion it can be on physical activity or just solving those assessments so what would you say that how can a person be mentally prepared because that person is interested but the assessment are saying something else 
no he has to uh, i may not know much about the ssp and how they operate and all that i have some idea about how the armed forces operate and in fact in our careers for sure group of nine we do have an army person so he can give more information recently Haan, 10 days back he gave a video talk on how to be successful in the ssp and how to qualify for that and all i may not be the most competent person to really answer this question but yes you have to as you have rightly mentioned have a total combination of a very very strong mental very strong will strong mental power physical yes great capabilities and i think the armed forces also psychometric tests if you asking how indicative they are of a person's capability i would say they are very reasonably accurate very high level of accuracy in terms of uh reflecting what your intrinsic capabilities are so it is a long exercise you have to prepare like if you are preparing for ias same thing with armed forces it's a grueling exercise you have to prepare i may not be able to really give the details of how you can go about doing it uh, maybe colonel das i can request kali prasad to be in touch with him to get that advice but yes as far as i understand it is very very difficult earlier days there used to be uh, i don't know how popular it is like NDA and all National Defence Academy in Pune, which used to hmm. groom you for a career in the armed forces. So I don't know. You have to go through possibly those type of stages to get a great career in the armed forces. Excellent. Now, next question I have got from Pampi. Pampi has got work professional. She was previously working in Cognizant as an analyst, and recently she has enrolled in an MBA program. And she wants to decide from two perspective will psychometric help her to decide on her specialization and prakash how did you decide to choose your specialization during your mba days yeah first question first psychometric yes definitely will help her to analyze her career which career stream is the best for her definitely yes second thing is if she's taking up a mba and the second year normally is a majoring which Uh, function that she wants to major in that's why i said in the middle of the talk she should evaluate all the options they have lot of i would say academic courses plus lot of faculty visiting the colleges and, uh, and from also there are lot of uh, industry specialists who visit the institutes try to understand from them what exactly is required for each of the professions if you want to be in finance if you want to be in hr or you want to be in operations research or whatever specialization you want to have use the first year to understand what is required even if you don't have any course in or in the first year but try to get that extra information build that information base exchange information talk to the faculty talk to external i would say industry professionals what is it that is required try to see whether you are having interest and capability in that try to see what is the market potential for that and then decide your major which function you want to major in the second year in our course what used to happen is I would say 70 to 80 percent of people all went into sales. The bhed chalti. Everyone goes into sales, and those were the days when the maximum demand was for people in sales. Today, the things have gone through a paradigm change. There are a lot of other functions which have now emerged in terms of even uh, let's say systems and OR and IT and finance, HR and all that. In our days, in our class of 180, there's only one person, one lady who majored in HR. Today, that things have changed. Today, HR is one of the most important functions. and more so after covid when hr has become central to the entire decision making earlier hr used to be at the periphery okay whenever anything had to be done you get the hr people to do it now they are part of the strategic decision making of most organizations after all in covid the biggest thing that affected the uh, organization was the people 
people have lost jobs the companies went out of the way to see the separation or i would see the upheaval in the career of a person in terms of reducing salary some companies reduce salaries by 50 and 70% it can create huge hardships in the lives of the employees but still they have gone out of the way to make it as painless as possible of course pain would have been there to make it as painless as possible that's the role of hr hr suddenly come to the center of all organization which was never the case maybe 5 or 10 years back so today every profession every function has its own place in the entire organizational hierarchy what you are interested in what your passion is and what you feel is your intrinsic strengths after a psychometric test can help you decide which function to take but the only advice i can give you at the end of the day is whichever you decide be true to that be totally committed to that and every function will lead to its own way to your glory it's not that if you become a hr person or a finance person uh, that uh, the path in organization opportunities are low no every function has huge opportunities it's for you to really prove yourself and achieve so pampi just to summarize definitely psychometric assessment would help you but more than that have a mentor had a, a guide who would help you with networking who would help you to discuss brainstorm about your ideas and at the same time do start networking with people be curious about asking them what is their role get clarity and the most important thing is stay true and stay committed and just one more thing prakash which i wanted to ask you uh and since you are the right person to mention this thing many people are like whatever we do in our personal life it shouldn't be a reflection of our professional life now this is something which i tell people nowadays technology has brought us closer if you are looking for a job and if you are posting status of some movie review or something it is totally in conflict with that so how much importance do you give to uh, social media marketing of self huge huge and i would say anything that we say is not enough i'll give you a couple of examples on that one is uh, you're talking about professional and personal life today covid has made it your personal and personal professional life are all the same you're operating from home so it's uh, you don't really know when your personal life ends and your professional life starts off it's all getting intermingled and it's becoming very confusing for a person whether he's sitting in the office or whether he's sitting at home doing some homework second thing is today how organizations operate is then this is the advice i give to all the people who come to me we normally do for cxo level all the resume writing uh first place after a person gets your resume even if a ceo of a company gets your resume you're applying for a cfo job first place he will go to is your linkedin he will not even read your resume he might glance through it to understand okay which companies you have worked and what are your intrinsic financial strengths but first he'll go to linkedin to identify what you're talking about to the external world linkedin is a okay it started 20 years back as a social media for professionals the counterpart of facebook today it has evolved into a much higher level and what i would like to know on linkedin is what are you talking about yourself to the external world whatever person are you whatever manager are you whatever professional are you what are your value systems what are your ethics what are you passionate about these are things you don't you can't write on a resume so first i want to know about you 360 degrees i'll go through various sections of the linkedin profile including the skills endorsed what type of skills are you talking about i need to evaluate them in terms of what are the skills required for my company second is who are the people who are recommending you on linkedin 
so i have to get the 360 degrees second thing is okay then he'll come to the resume and decide whether to shortlist or not but before the interview he will go through all your social media presence he'll go to your facebook instagram twitter everything he wants to know what you're talking about is whether it is in sync with what you're saying in your resume and your linkedin profile they talk about achievement and all and at the same time there are people who go you know wild parties and all for certain profession this wild partying and all may not be very very conducive so if anyone who's uh, into huge partying and all pubbing and drinking and all may not be conducive to a lot of organizations so you have to be very careful what you're putting up on the social media and unlike anything social media doesn't forget anything it remembers people will be able to dig up your past irrespective of how long back it was Five years, ten years back, also you may have put some innocent when you were in college, something outing you did on how you had a binge drinking. It might affect your career today after ten years. So, so Prakash, I just wanted to ask you this thing, and this thing which I did not mention in the introduction, like you and I both share this passion towards fitness and running. Yes. Even at your age, you and I both do marathon. Although our reason might be different, I do it purely to stay fit. मतलब for medical reasons, you do it. just to stay fit and the way we clicked it when we were in a session you mentioned oh aditya you also love marathon i also love marathon that's interesting and even your whatsapp display pic shows that yes. now one of the questions which i have with you is and which you rightly mentioned social media never forgets social media kisi ko maaf nahi karta if you have posted it it's out there now one of the things which i have seen is because i very carefully uh hire interns and team members based upon their social media they might be very good but at times they do post these emotionally charged controversial things number 1 and number 2 one of the times that these uh people were like aditya stop intruding in our private space so what advice would you give because if i tell them they are like let me enjoy my life you are no one to tell me so what is your Two cents regarding this. No, today's word you have to be very, very cautious. Uh, social media is all pervading and all intrusive, and hmm. companies, most of companies, have a certain sense of ethics, sense of decorum in them. They want people maybe to comply with certain code of ethics. Yes, what you do in your private life, you can go ahead and do it. Definitely yes, but don't at least post it on social media because companies are worried about the type of uh, person they are hiring. That is one. Second, the image they are creating. If you are going to be, let's say, in sales, and if you have a habit of having partying and binge drinking and driving and other things, with what uh, I would say, confidence are you going to go to a customer and approach him? So they want certain value systems to be there in the person before they engage the person. You can do anything you want in private life. Yes, no one is stopping you. It's your own life. You, as I said, you work hard, you party harder. I also believe the same thing. You have to do it. But do maintain certain discretion and see that things don't go beyond certain boundaries. That could affect your career in a long way. So enjoy life. Have a drink. No doubt about it. But be within the boundaries of the law. and be limited be restricted don't be too i would say uh, show off types wanting to show the public that okay ye karta hu main no it could affect you severely because one of the things which i'll share and sorry if i uh, say it unintentionally i see people posting reels tiktoks and these kind of things ke aaj maine kya khaya aaj kaun si movie dekhi matlab with all due respect like you are confusing your target audience 
if you enjoy something why do you want to broadcast because i see people who are very talented they are not positioning themselves on linkedin and they give the analogy are mujhe jab naukri ki zarurat hogi tabhi to main job portal pe jaunga naukri.com pe and they confuse that linkedin is only for for getting jobs and instagram is only for posting do you agree to this that how are you positioning yourself across all social media that really creates an impact on you absolutely it is now a total i would say you each one of us has to have a total digital strategy for our own family life and career it has very very now becoming important and becoming more complex and complicated what you have to write you have to think 10 times before even an email in our case email can bounce back at you sometime in the future so you have to be very guarded very cautious of what you are writing about second thing is being you know in the profession of uh, recruiting and guiding professionals you will be surprised that even very highly established credible hr professionals do not know what linkedin is all about and he's saying oh to maine aise bana diya tha mujhe pata bhi nahi tha we guide them a lot that this is what linkedin is done this is what linkedin is capable of doing you have to be very careful in terms of what you write on linkedin but you have to cultivate your linkedin profile and you taught me that i have gone through your training program you have to cultivate your linkedin profile spend maybe half an hour 40 minutes every day a lot of senior people say itna time kiske paas hai no then at least on weekends spend 2 to 2 and a half hours trying to build your linkedin profile it is the foundation today okay linkedin industry is the only portal that is available i am not a ambassador of linkedin or anything like if you want to do facebook or google you have no alternative same thing linkedin for professionals is something you have to live with you have to develop your linkedin profile and for all you know whatever opportunities will come your way you really don't know and uh, as they say if you are looking for a job in linkedin the jobs come knocking at your door because people are very careful they go through a linkedin profile and great uh, talent that is available they map it out and approach directly they don't even go through any job boards like you mentioned nokri and all they pick up the right people because LinkedIn today has 90 to 95% of all professionals in the world and in the country. And LinkedIn of late has also started a LinkedIn Lite which is for younger professionals, people who are in colleges wanting to then make the next step in the career in corporate and all, start building a LinkedIn profile at the early age. So it makes a lot of sense have a good LinkedIn profile, invest your time and energy in terms of making a presence felt in all the right places. Be part of various LinkedIn groups. contribute to your thought process because anyone who's recruiting you will go to a particular group you are talking about finance they'll go to finance people group identify who are the key thought uh, leaders over there what are type of thoughts they are giving and then go back to their linkedin profile and identify those people so even if you're not looking for a job right now it makes a lot of sense developing a very very strong linkedin profile and uh, also as a professional it's a duty to cultivate and contribute to the total thought process of your particular profession and group even if you are as a finance manager not looking for a job but you can still contribute your thoughts to the finance field and let the knowledge grow so that is anyway your own contribution back to the profession so ultimately i would say yes having a good linkedin profile is going to be a very very i would say wise investment in terms of time and energy it will have great long term yields over a period of time so i have one question from ibrahim he is one of our senior most viewers he has mentioned that our leaders born or made and the reason he is saying this thing is because nowadays we have got artificial intelligence 
various kind of algorithm assessment which are able to identify that this person has got some leadership trait or not do you agree or do you disagree with this very difficult question and uh, this has been i would say debated from time adam basically so it's very very difficult to say whether leader is born or leader is uh, educated and developed and all i think a combination of both works essentially like gandhi what type of uh, education or what type of uh, leadership training would he have gone through a psychometric test he would have gone through to be a leader and leader of the world not only a leader of india same thing with nelson mandela despite the hardships and 27 years in jail and all he became one of the and he won the nobel prize uh, nelson mandela so leaders those type you can say maybe they were born maybe it was the environment in which they grew up that shaped their entire leadership skills and all there would be some leaders who may have gone through education on various uh, leadership and become leaders in business and other places possible like dhirubhai ambani what education did he have to become the greatest industrial leader of the country a business leader of the country so it's a mix i would say education is important at the same time it's the inborn talent or marwari talent in dhirubhai ambani that led his company to where it is today where facebooks of the world and all want to have a part of the entire shareholding of reliance i would say it's a combination of both so it's you can't really say whether a leader is born or leader is groomed so uh, we have got a question from shashikant he is saying how can a potential employer try to figure out someone who is not active on social media because not many people are of this notion and uh, before i hand over to you uh, on social media i wanted to add something i was recently going through sandeep maheshwari's व्लॉग्स वेर संदीप महेश्वरी कैटेगोरिकली टोल की मुझे आप लोगों के साथ अपनी प्राइवेट लाइफ डिस्कस करने का कोई इरादा नहीं है मैं आपके साथ अपनी स्टेज लाइफ पब्लिक लाइफ डिस्कस करूंगा कि मैं कैसे वीडियो शूट करता हूँ मेरे क्रू क्या है और मैं अपने बीबी बच्चों के बारे में आपसे कुछ नहीं करूंगा सो जस्ट एडिंग ओवर टू दैट हाउ कैन एन एम्प्लॉयर नो अबाउट अ कैंडिडेट हु इज वर्चुअली हैविंग नो प्रेजेंट बिकॉज इट इज समर्सनल क्राइटेरिया that facebook causes me a lot of anxiety or xyz so what would you say see uh, if your person has no physical presence on the social media then i don't know whether such a thing is possible in today's world you will have some presence in some media or the other and in if you're not utilizing any of the media available then possibly it may not be the wisest thing or not you have to have some presence in social media as of, as of now even in maslow's theory you're a social animal you have to have some presence and react interact with the society take from the society give back to society social media doesn't all the time mean talking about your lifestyle and where you went yesterday for dinner and all that it also means contributing to a lot of thought helping people and uh, giving i would say fair amount of uh, your capability is knowledge back to society as a professional as a teacher as a coach whatever it is so your social media you have to have a presence it could be any type of social media like uh, shashikant is asking even if he is not active on any social media other than linkedin fine people have today limitations of constraint of time and all you may not want to be in all the five or six major including including pinterest and other things you may not be present over there but wherever you are try to dominate that try to be active in that try to achieve contribute to the thought process in that particular media and be seen and noticed ultimately it's a question of personal branding and your professional branding and usp 
you should have that satisfaction okay that whatever i am doing i am happy i am satisfied i am being recognized for whatever it is you don't need to be in all the five or six media which are popular to be known be good and be dominant and uh, excel in one of the social media also i think it's fine and for a professional i think linkedin is something you cannot avoid or cannot afford to neglect excellent excellent so uh, prakash at this i would like to wrap up the show it was 60 minutes and we have already caused 90 minutes thank you so much for this and before we enroll i would like to announce the winner but before i announce the winner i would like all our viewers to type in excited in the chat box so that we will know who all have joined us on this live chat type in excited so that we will know who all is still here because i want to give away these gifts to the uh, viewers who are there so rakesh is here because we have got a very simple process people who join us should get colonel uh, shishir is also there so uh, prakash was talking about colonel das yes. winners uh, who would be going in would also get an opportunity to interact with colonel shishir so i'm glad that people have stood out till 90 minutes it's so great now it's time let's see who is our winner for today oh vinay is also here thank you vinay for <laughs> joining us thank you nitya so vinay and nitya are from the career for show team uh, you would be getting an opportunity to get mentored by vinay on this thing so ladies and gentlemen without further ado i would like to name the three winners for career for sure the first one is pampi bhattacharya pampi congratulations uh, pampi if you are there just put in i know you are there you deserve congrats it. congrats pampi and um, the second uh, person who deserves this is kali prasad kali uh, and prakash i'll request you for kali session uh do give him uh, guidance through colonel uh, das yes for his ssb and his mba and the third person would be uh, neharika singh uh, neharika you are a third winner congratulations so ladies and gentlemen just stay there are four more gifts for our viewers <laughs> this was courtesy career for show for a next we have got nitish nitish uh, for asking because i have seen nitish and one of the best part about nitish which i like is he really does deep dive like the way nitish does each and every point about you he went online he searched your profile because this is one thing which i like about nitish nitish congratulations then the next person is um, what should i say rakesh congratulations rakesh now who is the next person let us see now all of you really deserve this and this is the best part and then we have got who should i say is there who to choose and i really get confused because this is the part upender upender rathor congratulations because this is the part where we invite other people and uh, who is the next person uh, next person is amit amit kumar singh congratulations and uh, so how many are left afraz is also there uh, prakash i wanted to request you i know i'm uh, being very uh, this thing 
uh, greedy uh, because we have got another person would it be comfortable that instead of 3 you have a 4 giveaway please please it's our honor and a delight okay because these are the most deserving candidate who i feel would be a brand advocate and also are the most deserving people so the, our next winner is afraz congratulations afraz and the final winner is uh, shubham goshal and preeti kumari wow great ladies and gentlemen and the drill is you have to email your name email id phone number address i'll again repeat your name email id phone number and address on this email id hi at coachsisobia.com which is just flashed on the screen and i would be forwarding your details to prakash and the team of career for sure you would shortly be connected so because pampi had a lot of question kali had a lot of question upender afraz niharika other had a lot of question and please the deadline is before 12 am tonight so that we can curate and send it to you now all of you would be curious how can you interact with prakash and prakash after this show because you are one person who has held the audience so spellbounded that they were there so the next and the obvious question would be how can they reach out to you so with your permission i'm displaying your credentials may i sure please okay so on the screen i would be displaying so you can reach out to our speaker and a guest for the day prakash please be sure that you have your profile all right because prakash already has a capping of 30000 so if you want to follow prakash you are most welcome otherwise customize to stay in touch with prakash and and in uh, order to reach out to career for sure team i'm just typing it in the chat box uh, their handle now you will see these uh, thing on your youtube chat on your facebook chat and on your linkedin chat i'm just displaying it so make sure that you follow all these things and we have a special 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 surprise a special gift hamper if you click a photograph okay prakash are you there on instagram or uh, only on linkedin only linkedin twitter yes okay. but linkedin and twitter these two okay okay so what i'll request all our participant is just click a picture of this and tag us in your story be it linkedin or be it instagram or be it facebook we have a special surprise for our viewers and make sure that you follow us and all the best prakash any final word how was your experience although we haven't met in person because of covid we have been interacting for such a long time what would you say no it was a hugely i would say interesting session and you talked about marathon i didn't expect a marathon session like this yes i run <laughs> marathon but this was more interesting than the more in 9 or 10 marathons i have run very interesting and what really amazed me was the quality of the audience the enthusiasm in fact one or two preeti kumar i remember now she took the trouble of sending a invite connection on linkedin about an hour or two before the program which i accepted and she said i'm excited to be here on the show with you and all that so good very very enthusiastic i would say audience and very intelligent questions some of the questions had me floored <laughs> had me wanting to think what exactly to answer and all so it was a very very i would say um, intelligent and enthusiastic audience and wish them all the best and 
I'm sure they'll have a great success and great career. Thank you also, Aditya, for this opportunity of interacting. And you have a very, very vibrant crowd out there. May we look forward to some more sessions in the days to come. Thank Definitely. you for this. Thank you, Prakash. And thank you, everyone. In the chat box, I have typed in career for sure credential. Follow them on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. And you would be in a surprise because career for sure team is made up of amazing mentors. And trust me, like Prakash just mentioned, which is also my life motto, the things which we did not get are the things which you are getting. Like Prakash, that was really something that really touched the chord. That way back, we never got this opportunity of getting these personalized sessions or getting an opportunity of brainstorming with mentors who will change our life. That really means a lot to me. That's true. That's true. And in today's world, even the most educated parents, we come across so many situations. I'm sure Nitya and Vinay and all will bear testimony to that. Even the most educated parents, when they have the children in 8th and 10th standard and all that, they feel in uh, at a loss to guide their own children because the technology has changed. There's so many opportunities are coming up in the world. I would be very scared of guiding my own children. Fortunately, they are well settled now, so it's fine. But I would be very, very scared of guiding them any wrong uh, guide uh, guidance I give them it can affect their careers so the best is let all this remain with specialists they are the ones who know more let it be with them that will be better thank you so much Prakash and ladies and gentlemen take care stay safe and you know the drill 8pm every Sunday on your favourite channel and I would be seeing you next Sunday with another amazing excited session thank you so much thank you Prakash Take Thank care. you, Aditya. Thank you, all the spectators. Great fun having with you over here. Wish you all the best and a great evening today. Bye. Thank you, Prakash. Bye. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, we are signing out and see you next week. Same time, same place.